Hey guys, welcome to Harbor for the Arts. It is 2022. This is our first broadcast of the year. I hope you guys have been doing amazing this month. I hope you guys kicked off 2022 with a bang. I've been off for a few months. It was a great break, quite frankly. It was a great break. I think as classical singers, as performing artists, as creatives, that we all need to take a break and we also need to recharge our batteries. Now, I think back in the day, as far as, you know, when we took a break, you know, it was just, we just didn't, you know, we just kept going and going and going and going. With mental health being the topic of discussion for so many people. It's important that we continue to normalize taking a break. If you feel like you're overwhelmed, take a break. I remember working on my master's, valuable pieces of um, information or wisdom I got was from my professor. I was having difficulty trying to manage everything. So as you know, I'm a single parent. I wanted to make sure I was just always available for my child. I, I'm, you know, classical singer, trying to book as many jobs as I could to bring in money, um, jobs that wouldn't take me away from my home um, because, you know, you learn about your kids. And my daughter was one that just always needs, you know, most, like most kids, stability. She's, she wasn't one for a very long time to, to just kind of pack and, and go where she needed to go, although she always liked the adventure of it all. Um, but, you know, my, I was telling my professor, I was like, I, I'm having a hard time trying to balance all of this. And uh, there was so much reading. There was just so much reading and writing, reading and writing. I mean, it. there was more reading and writing that I did for my master's than I've ever done in my entire scholastic career or academic career. Um, so, um, I was just having a hard time and he mentioned that part of, part of, I guess, studying or a part of understanding concepts is the ability to give yourself time to reflect. And I never thought about it that way. I never thought about, okay, I just, you know, I just plow through stuff. You know, I learn music, I, I apply it, I perform it and go on to the next thing. But, you know, rarely, except for, you know, some new roles and stuff like that, where you kind of have to think about the character and you come up with the whole thing about the storyline and all of that, um, you know, when it came to academics, I pretty much just read what I had to do, take a test, read what I had to do, take a test, write whatever I had to write and be done, turn it in. But I never allowed myself to take the time to really reflect on what I was reading and how it impacted me or how it would impact others um, as far as how I made decisions about business um, because my master's in, in uh, business administration. So... um you know, it, it it just was really eye-opening for me. So as, you know, a performing artist, that's something that I always kind of took with me that, you know, I'm going to take a break when I need to take a break. There are things that come up to, like, move up the priority level. Um, you have your goals, but then there are things that just kind of happen throughout, you know, your day or your month or your week or whatever, and things have to shift around. It doesn't mean you remove any of the goals that you want. It just means, okay, I've got to focus on this, which means 
I'm going to have to just not do as much on the other thing. Um, so that's what I did, you know, and I, for the first time, I didn't feel guilty about it. And the other thing is realizing where you are. I had to realize like, wait a minute, you know, I'm doing this podcast. I do two podcasts. I um, wanted to make sure that I had a guest on every single week. I was looking for sponsors and making sure I secured sponsors for the podcast, which was great. And I do have, you know, man, I have some great, great sponsors who support me. But guess what? I might not have a sponsor every single week. And I do not have of everything on my list as far as things that I would have to uh, focus on a little bit less. That was one of them. So I don't have the time in my schedule throughout the week to go seek sponsors only because it is just me. Now I know a lot of people say outsource and all of that, but then that's time too, because then I got to train people how I work and what I want and all of that stuff. And so I just felt like at the end of the day, it's just easier for me to do it sometimes. Um, it is going to get to a point where I am going to have to hire out for a producer. Um, but right now it's me. And what I realized and I felt okay about was, wait a minute, you know, I'm doing this podcast. I'm trying to do all of these things. I'm trying to keep um, the arts in the forefront of the community. And especially when I ran for Congress, um, you know, and, and enlighten people about the arts and especially classical music and in my case, opera. Um, but I don't really have to have a sponsor every week. I might not have a sponsor every week, and that's okay. Thanks to technology, they've made it a lot easier where you can get a lot of stuff done if it's just you and you're a solopreneur. And that's fine. That's what I did. I decided to, you know, just say, hey, I can't get this podcast up today. Um, I don't know when I will. I had some great ideas, but, you know, other things had to take priority. And that's, you know, that was that was just fine with me. I gave myself permission to be okay with that. I also said that I was going to, for 2022, I was going to be more consistent, but here we are at the end of January, <laughs> starting my podcast um, for this year. Um, so what I decided to do was um, I have a goal of just trying to put a podcast up once a week. Now, what I am going to get rid of is me saying once a week on a Wednesday or once a week on a Thursday or every Saturday morning, I'm going to make sure that podcast is done. My interviews are done on Wednesday or Saturday. I'm letting all of that go. I am letting all of that go. And it feels so liberating um, for my goal. Like I mentioned before, I have a goal of getting a podcast up once a week. And guess what? Maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we won't. It's okay. And the other thing is once a week, it could be on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday that I can get the podcast up. So right now, while I have all these other obligations that really bring in the money um, that I have to focus on, um, you know, that's that's as much as I can do. And I'm hoping all of you out there for 2022 find that same um find that saying there's like power in it. It's very empowering um, because you learn to set boundaries for yourself. And by setting boundaries for yourself, subconsciously, I don't know how it happens, people start treating you differently. They start talking to you differently. They have different expectations and it's not bad. But I that was one thing that I noticed that when I started putting these little boundaries, I didn't share them with anybody else. I just said in my mind, okay, this is what I can do. This is what I'm going to do. Um, 
it's weird. Everybody's energy around me shifted. They were a lot more um, receptive of what I had to say. They were, when I talked to them, it wasn't just, you know, an hour of wasting my time talking. It was literally about things like, hey, how's it going? Okay, good. Um, You know, just checking in, all of that, and just touching base. So I thought that was really powerful for me, and I hope I can continue with that mindset. And... um, you know, so that's how my 2022 started off. I, I, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying as a single parent, classical singer, performing artist. I love the arts. Um, I'm arts advocate. And, you know, I've taught um, music um, in public schools um, about like, I think I stopped teaching in schools about 10 years ago. Um, but I spent about 10 years teaching and really dedicating myself um, and sharing what I learned about being an international opera singer and sharing those skills with kids who might not ever get that opportunity. I mean, I created these amazing dinner theaters for these students in a really, 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 really rough part of of the city. And I just wanted them, them to know what else is out there. I created a um, boys choir, which was amazing. And uh, we decided, you know, I live in Washington, D.C. I decided I was going to create this boys choir. I wanted to see the boys in a suit and a tie. And I wanted to give that to them. And I cannot tell you, I mean, these parents were struggling. I had some boys who were so, so just, I hate to say the word bad. They were bad. Okay. But they loved me. And I guess their mom and dad or relative grandparents, um, they really were like, you just do what Miss Cooper says. You do everything Miss Cooper says. I had them in suits, ties. We literally, I, I took them to the Capitol to talk on Capitol Hill. Um, to meet the congressman, and I will never forget one person I met. There was a little boy in our choir. His name was Elijah. I'll never forget this because, of course, Elijah Cummings. And uh, Elijah Cummings walks into the room before we were going to perform for the Congress. And um, he talked to the kids, and he just loved seeing it. And he just talked to them about just how how wonderful they looked in their suit and tie, and they could do anything they put their mind to, and look where you are. He was so fabulous. I will never forget that. I still get chills when I think about it. But, you know, I, I just want everybody's 2022 to just start out with a bang and to just pace yourself, do what you need to do. And I think that's another good thing out of the pandemic that I think we've all come to realize is that you really figured out what was important, what wasn't important. Um, and and that's valuable. And I, I definitely feel for anyone that was having such a difficult time during the pandemic, and that's a whole other episode. But, you know, I think about people in general, you know, we were all having our own difficult time. And that's what we also have to realize is that as a performing artist, you cannot let anyone negate how you feel. Um, You know, some people have the view, like I've been in conversations where people have been kind of rude and they've said, oh, you're a performing artist. What do you know about this? And they haven't said it to me because they know better. But, you know, I think about what people say and I don't care if you're a performing artist. You have it hard like everybody else because we're all at the end of the day, we're all just human and doing different things to bring in money and using our gifts in different ways. But 
you know, it's really important that we realize that we have to take the time, uh, prioritize ourselves, all of that stuff. Um, But you know what I did not do? I did not talk about what Harbor for the Arts is. So if you're new here and you're starting off the year and you're looking for a podcast that um, helps you to get in touch with, um, not in touch, like physically, like email me kind of thing in touch, but I mean, in sync with creative artists, performing artists. In my case, like I said, I'm a classical singer. Um, And you've always kind of wanted to know what this world is like. Uh, This is the podcast for you. Um, If you don't know, I do have, I haven't been doing this. I've been doing this podcast since 2013. Um, And it started out as Opera Luscious. And um, it's on Blog Talk Radio. I think their episodes are still on Blog Talk Radio. But this past year, in 2021, I decided to rename it because I realized a lot of my audience um, were not just classical singers or opera singers. Uh, They're serious performing artists, but I also had creatives. I also, um, people started reaching out to me that just wanted to get to know more about opera, but they didn't know how. And so I just attracted so many types of people. Um, And I tried to just make sure the content was for everyone. There's some episodes that are going to be focused more on if you're a performing artist and you need resources or you don't know where to turn or you've experienced whatever it is, you know, I talk about that too. I talk about um, how we can all have more opera in our lives, uh, more performing arts in our lives. Um, I've talked about, and I have another podcast called Cooper and Company where I pretty much, that's more like if the experience I got from running for Congress. And so I needed something totally separate for that because it's more like community engagement and really doesn't, I don't talk about the arts a lot on that. Um, but, you know, this is Harbor for the Arts and I wanted it to be a safe space, uh, especially during the pandemic where people, artists, uh, classical singers, um, creative artists, people who love the arts, people who wanted to know more about opera, who have tickets to the opera, but they're like, I don't know what to expect. You know, I want, I want, I wanted it to be a safe space. No judgment. Just pop in, listen, grab a cup of coffee, do some work while you listen. And I just hope that, um, you know, I can bring some joy, some information, some knowledge to all of you. Um, and uh, pretty much that's about it. So if you are on Instagram. You can always follow me on Instagram. I have two accounts. One is Harbor for the Arts and the other one is Brie Cooper Mento Soprano. So feel free to DM me, um, you know, follow my page, all of that. I'm also on TikTok. I cannot believe I'm on TikTok, y'all. It's so funny because I'm like, I can't believe I'm on TikTok. I was the first one to be like, this is so stupid. Like, who has time for this? This is so stupid. You know, because performing arts, I mean, opera singers, one thing we could be is kind of, we get caught up in being very serious because what we do is almost like we're just hyper focused. And people don't understand that. When you're a classical singer or a musician, excuse the siren, but when you're a classical singer, musician, anything like that, you, um, I'm going to just keep talking, even though they're sirens outside of my window and you can hear it like, um, probably right about now. Okay. It stopped. But anyway, so when you're a classical singer, 
in my case, I'm just going to use that as an example. We can get hyper focused on literally, it could be one measure and we could spend a good hour on getting one measure right. (laughs) And that's how we are. And it's easy to get kind of caught up in that. So, um, you know, me being on TikTok, it just kind of makes me laugh because one, I enjoy doing it so much and I enjoy watching other people's content, uh, but it really has been an outlet for me. And the other thing, you guys, I am on Patreon. Uh, my Patreon is 728 Productions. So if you would like to follow that, and I also have a PayPal. So if you want to <laughs> you know, drop a little coin for a cup of coffee or something. That will really help keep this whole thing going. Um, I I just love the people that have reached out to me. Um, and I try to just make sure that I continue to do that. Um, and if you have any thoughts or feedback at all, I totally want to hear it. I want to, like all of us, I want to be better at what I do. Um, I want to do, I I just want to be better at what I do. And so if you have any tips, um, that are constructive, um, feel free if you, and I'm even, you know what, never mind, keep your tips to yourself. You know what I want? Here's what I want. If you can assist me (laughs) with sharing this podcast with your friends, that would be amazing. That would be enough. I don't need anybody's tips because guess what? Um, I don't need tips. I need feedback sometimes. I, I, I don't mean to be rude about it, but honestly, I learned that from teaching. You never ask a bunch of kids, hey, what do you think of this? You never ask. Don't ask. Do not ask. Okay. Um, so I don't need your feedback. <laughs> I just need you to share this episode. And tell me how you can help me, how you can assist me, how you can share, how you can make, how you can help make this experience better. So if you are a content producer and you say, hey, I'm a content producer. You know what? I noticed that maybe you're lacking in this area. That's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear just, just, you know, oh, it sucks. And then you can't do anything. And the reason why I'm like that is because guess what? When I ran for Congress, I've been PTA president. Anything where I saw there was a need or or just kind of lacking or I wasn't getting the experience I expected, um, instead of complaining, I step into action. Because if you don't step into action, you can't really see where the flaw is. Like You can't see what creates that problem and then come up with a solution for it. So for me, um, when I was PTA president, I remember, oh my God, parents were just complaining about whatever it was at the time. Complain, 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 complain. And I didn't want to be one of those parents. And they would complain about the principal. They would complain, oh my God, this is way back. And, um, you know, what I decided to do was I'd rather try to help out and see where the issue is and help it. And I realized that, after I became involved with the PTA, I realized, oh, wow, there's no sense of community. There's no sense of community with the parents. 
And the parents that were not part of the PTA, they got some, I don't know, they thought PTA moms were like really stuck up and snobby. I don't know why, they just thought it. So what I did was I created a special occasion for our fifth graders at the time. It was very special. Um, it was, uh, well, what we called, I guess, I, I don't know, this was before, way before Stranger Things, but a snowball dance. And I wanted all of the kids to get dressed up. And I just, I just thought it was so important for the kids to be able to experience getting dressed up, making it really special. And I told the parents, guess what? It's not going to happen unless you help me. I'm not doing the work by myself. I will not do it. You would not believe the sense of community that came out of just creating that one thing for the kids. I mean, these kids came decked out. They look so adorable. They look beautiful. Some were formal. Some of them had, I love the boys who had the um, t-shirt and it looked like a tuxedo. So adorable. Um, the girls, of course, were decked out. The dads love seeing them dressed up. The moms love seeing their boys dressed up. I mean, it was just such a great experience. The parents met up. We decorated the entire gym. And the cool thing was that we had a lot of parents that, of course, were all working parents. But we had a lot of dads who were like, um, I, you know, I don't, I don't know how to help out. I don't even know what to do. And I said, trust me, give me one week before this event. I said, there's going to be something that needs to get done and I'm going to need you to do it. And so that's what happened. So a lot of the dads ended up like they were my last minute group, anything that anybody needed at the last minute. Like I, it's a snowball dance and I forgot to pick up the snowball machine. I forgot to even assign anybody to pick up a snowball machine. I forgot to even make an appointment to reserve a snowball machine. And one of the dads who had reached out to me before, I called him and he's like, I can make that happen. He went to pick it up. He set it up. He did everything. He even hired one of like one of the high school students or something to come in and operate the machine and pay them. It was such a great, it was like one of the best events ever. Um, we called our local Chipotle. They were so happy about supporting the schools in our area. So, you know, they have tons of food left over. And as long as it's a, a 501c3, a nonprofit organization, which our school was at the time, um, they, they supplied all the food and they were happy to get rid of it. Um, so it was really great. Um, and so I say that because if you're going to, um, you know, uh, think about this next time you want to offer your opinion, make sure it is something where you understand what can, how you can bring a solution to it. So let the person know, oh, hey, you know, I think you're doing a really great job, but I see this one area and guess what? I do X, Y, and Z. I can totally do this for you. I can help you out. Do that, you know? So anyway, um, I didn't really want to talk about too much um, today. I have maybe perseverance, persistence. <laughs> I did want to talk about that, but I think I kind of covered a little bit of that earlier. So I don't want to keep dragging this out. Oh, but I do know also what I wanted to talk about was the new production that Portland Opera, I think they're, they're, it's underway now. And I'm going to find out a little bit more about it. Okay, so the opera is called When the Sun Comes Out. It's at Portland Opera. It was commissioned by the Vancouver Queer Arts Festival. And it's a chamber opera. 
it was also um, the composer is a woman, the librettist is a woman, I believe the stage director is a woman, and also the um, conductor is a woman. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. But um, I thought it was really interesting. It's based in a a country where um, the assigned gender and sexual roles are ruthlessly enforced. Um, It's two women who rediscover love and they challenge these norms. So if you have seen it, if you're in Portland um, and you are, maybe you're someone who's like, oh, I want to get to know opera a little more, but it seems so boring. Why don't you go check that out? I mean, seriously, go check it out and tell me what you what you think of it. I think it's really um, I think it's really I think it's really going to be great. Um, And I wish I could hear more about it. I'll probably check it out on YouTube or something like that or snippet or whatever. But, you know, um, there's your there's your if you're into opera or maybe you're not into opera and you don't know where to start, go see and you're in the United States anyway. Go see an opera in English or an opera in your language and start to get into the storyline. And then from that, you just start to grow and you start to learn more about different types of composers. And the cool thing is um, looking at the backstory of the composer and why they wrote a specific aria, why they wrote an opera, um, the original intention of the composer, uh, why the aria was specifically written in a certain style. So um, yeah. So I hope you guys um, definitely enjoyed this episode, our first episode of 2022. I don't want it to be long and drawn out just for the sake of it's a podcast and I need to talk. (laughs) So I'm going to let you guys get back to your day. Um, Remember to follow me on Instagram. You can follow Harbor for the Arts. That's H-A-R-B-O-U-R. I spelled it that way because it's old English spelling. And also my dad and grandparents were from the Bahamas, so you all the time. Um, and then, um, you know, follow me, Brie Cooper, Mezzo Soprano on Instagram. Follow me, DM me, whatever you want to do. TikTok, um, Facebook, Brie Cooper, Mezzo Soprano. Now I have to tell you guys, I don't really, Facebook, I don't, I don't, I don't have time for it because every time I open it, there's like freaking bad news. <laughs> so I just don't, it triggers me. So I'm not really into Facebook. Usually if you see a post on my Facebook page, it's because I posted it on Instagram first. So follow me there. Um, It's just more controlled content because Facebook is lovely. But at the same time, it's just every time I open a freaking thing, it's like bad news. It got to be so bad. Like I'm talking bad news, just like friends were sharing bad news. Everything was bad news. And or sad news or stuff that just made me so depressed. And so what I decided to do is I just was like, forget it. I can't. I can't. (laughs) I can't. So uh, I just post to Instagram and it directly feeds it to Facebook. Um, Yeah. So follow me there. And um, please let me know you're out there. Share this. um, Share this with people. Um, Remember, I have a Patreon page or or just go straight to um, uh, uh, what do you call it? PayPal. 728 Productions. Um, that's my handle on both of those. Um, Patreon, you know, anything that makes me <laughs> do extra work outside of being a single parent, having a very active teenager, um, trying to do this single, you know, career as an opera singer, building that. Re- oh, my God. I The list goes on. Running for Congress, helping my friends run for Congress. Um, the list goes on. Being an arts advocate, podcast, 
author, producer. Oh, you guys. By the way, wanted to let you know that I do have a show, um, uh, musical-ish, that's coming out. It's going to be in New York. So if you are a listener... Uh, please let me know. Um, I would love to share the information with you and we're going to premiere it in New York. I'm so excited. So um, yeah, get in touch with me and I hope you have a really great day. I look forward to, um, you know, speaking with you guys next week. And if you have any questions, send them to me so we can answer them on air. Uh, And have a really, really great rest of the week. All right. Bye-bye.